to the Ole Azola podcast with Yetrip and Diana Selena, where we have conversations on a wide variety of topics. We want to ensure that you learn something new with each episode, so join us as we bring in credible guests to discuss their passions and more. Okay, hi guys, welcome back to another Ole Azola episode. Um, we are currently social distancing and we're doing this episode from literally three different locations, but we're still making it work and we've missed you all um, so much and we've been working extremely hard to make sure that we can bring you guys, we can bring you guys great content. Um, today we are recording the first episode of a two-part series and we are gonna be interviewing May Benzin, who is the founder and owner of Mihera Skincare and Cosmetics. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and let her tell you guys a little bit about herself. Hi, everyone. Um, first off, let me say thank you, Yasib and Selena, Diana, um, <laughs> for, right, for having me here on Oleador podcast. Um, listen, man, it's a great podcast. I love it. I try to listen to you guys as much as I can, and I know you guys, like, try to include people from our community and that everyone can benefit from and relate to. So I really do appreciate that. And then again, thank you for having me on here. Um, so like you said, my name is Nathan Zane. A little bit about me. I'm in my twenties. I don't want to reveal my age. <laughs> I'm in my early twenties, you know, still kind of young. Um, I went to school. Well, Actually, before that, I'm Sudanese-American. I was born in Sudan, raised in America. Same city, same state for, like, the past 16 years. So, um, And I went to um, university locally here in North Carolina. I went to University of North Carolina at Greensboro. And there I studied biology. And I graduated with a BS in biology. And that's that on my degree. Um, I've currently been, well, I graduated 2018, so I've been working um, ever since, and yeah, that's mostly it about my background a little bit. Perfect. Well, thank you, May. Thank you again for, you know, being a part of this. We appreciate you taking the time. Um, and again, you guys, like we said before, we are literally doing this from three different locations. So let's go into the first question that we have for you. And basically, we just want to know, first off, like, tell us about your business, all about, you know, give us a rundown, a 101, you know, for somebody that doesn't know anything about your business, what is your business all about? Okay, great. So I'll give you a little bit of background of why I actually started and how I came to start it. Um, so like I said, I majored in biology, so kind of gives you a little um, idea that I love doing hands-on things and understanding how things come together. Um, so before college, I used to make my own skincare products. And it started because I actually have very sensitive skin. So like, you know, whatever soaps I was putting on my body, just like all of a sudden I started like being allergic to them. Um, and then like, you know, of course in high school, there's like that whole transition of like girl to woman. And then, um, like, you know, the stress of like studying and whatnot. So my skin was just reacting differently. So I was like, you know what, maybe the natural way is the best way to go. So that's when I started um, creating 
like, you know, my own soap or my own scrubs and mask. And I was kind of a little known in um, high school for making my own, like, skincare products um, and DIY face masks and whatnot. So it kind of went around, and that also kind of transitioned a little bit, like, around my friend group in college. Um, and I was always, like, you know, standing there giving skincare tips and whatnot. So back to my point of, like, you know, being on social media, I started slowly sharing those recipes, like, you know, my Saturday skincare or my Sunday skincare or whatever it was, and giving people tips. And so one of my friends was like, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean what I'm doing? I'm just sharing with everyone. They're like, no, like, this is something you can actually turn into a business. And in the back of my head, I was like, absolutely not. Like, you know, this is just a hobby. Or to me, it was more than a hobby. It was like, this is my everyday routine. And I kind of want to share it with everyone because I realized I was giving everyone tips. So it's also kind of like a hobby. And they're like, no, like, you can definitely make this into a business. If people are benefiting from it, if you're getting feedback, then why not? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what? Cool. You know, it sounds great. And I thought about it some more. And I was like, I was actually sitting down one day and I realized that I had so much loans so much loans and I was pissed off and I was like you know I'm going to school so I can get a degree so I can make money but here I am getting a degree owing money and I'm probably gonna have to work so I can pay all this money so I'm learning I'm learning biology and I make my own skincare products why so like why can't I just put like you know those two together and actually make a business and a profit out of it and that's what I ended up doing I just like you know wrote a list of everything that I've been using on my skin what's been working, what hasn't been working. And the fact that I have background knowledge, like um, make, like doing experiments or like, you know, reading research papers, all that kind of stuff, it really helped a lot when I was making my products. Um, so yeah, slowly and slowly, I just started putting my products together and my list, ingredients and all of that. And, you know, contacting people left and right and getting tips on how to start a small business from home and like, you know, online. And here we are today. I went registered my business and on let's see November 11th 2018 was the first day I launched my business my website Instagram account Facebook everything and I officially registered it July 7, July 9th I believe I kind of get the dates mixed up 2019 and it became a small business Wow! officially oh my gosh what a story that's really good, and it's really um, interesting that you're coming up on a year now, right? And July. Well, yeah, it's past the year. Well, a year being official, yeah. A okay. Year being official. Yeah. That's really good, and then also to like be able to love what you're doing at the same time, make money off of it. You know, that's really good yeah. too. You know, um, I actually didn't know yeah. that um, you had been doing all this stuff since high school. Like, I knew that. Like, you know, the few times that we talked, I knew that you you were into it. Like in college and I honestly just figured that you were trying to do something to make your degree useful like I didn't know you have been like into this kind of thing ever since you were that young that's really that's like really cool that's yeah. dedication that's what it is that's dedication. right <laughs> <laughs> okay um so the next question we're gonna go ahead and jump um so how has it been um your experience with like running a business and um, is the experience that you had in mind, is it any different than what you're going through right now? Or, you know, just tell us a little bit about that. Um, I want to say overall, because I try to stay positive, it's actually been a very good experience. 
Um, I didn't have a mentor at first. I want to say like for the first couple of months, I actually want to say the first year, I didn't have a mentor um, because I'm like a trial and error type of person. Like if I don't learn from my mistakes, I'm not going to learn at all. So I was like, you know, I want to do this by myself, do my own research. So it was kind of difficult at first getting on my feet, like, you know, getting my first sales. I was like, yay, great. But then I was like, okay, well, now I got my first sales. What about the rest? So I had to learn to market. I had to learn to, um, I mean, I don't like shoving information down people's throat. Like, you know, when you go to the mall, you have people just trying to sell stuff to you. I don't, I didn't like doing that. So I had to learn my own techniques of like, um, like getting people interested in my products and trying to stay and actually like the the main thing I try to do is try to stay honest with people. If someone tells me like, hey, this might not work for me, I try not to push them. I'll just let them know like the facts, like this is what my customers have been saying. These are the reviews. If you want to try it, go ahead. If you don't, no pressure because at the end of the day, it's skin and I'm not like a dermatologist, but I do know from a natural point of view, like, you know, what's good for your skin. So marketing is definitely something that I had to learn by myself, um, and it's going well up until this point. Um, I do have, like, some days where I struggle, and also having, like, a nine-to-five job, also trying to go back to school, and, like, you know, just tours around the house and social life. It's really a lot, um, especially, like, at this point, it's a part-time business, and I'm trying to juggle all that stuff together, but I want to say overall, it's 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 going well like i'm thankful i think i'm thankful for like you know the trials and the errors and everything that i've learned and i'm pretty sure i have a long way to go um but after that year passed i was like okay maybe at this point i need to actually get a mentor because i need to know the actual in and out once my business grows and it's slowly growing and i want and i'm focusing on slowly because i'm so thankful that it's a slow growth because i don't want to just wake up one day and find myself like you know more than a small business and not have the right guidance, right. if you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, I get that. Um, so was it a hard, like, was it a hard process, like, registering your, to register your business or no? Absolutely not. Um, it's It was as simple as just getting all my paperwork together, everything I've been working on, and more like a tough decision to myself, like, is this a step I actually want to take? Because once I register it, then it's there forever. Right. Yeah, <laughs> forever. Like, Everyone yeah, knows about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, look, it's on paper. So all I have to do is just go downtown and get my business done. And I think it took me less than 10 minutes to get it registered. And it was like, it was surreal. Like, wow, I actually can say I'm a business owner now. Like, it's right. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, I bet that was so, like, mind-blowing and yeah all of that um so hey that means would you encourage you know you would say people that don't have any business backgrounds is you know they find themselves in a similar situation as you like go for it you would encourage them to just go for it and follow their dream to be a business owner listen man since i started my business i've so far helped two people start their own business as well um and it's like starting a business you I mean obviously you do need to have some kind of sort of like business background but I didn't I had zero none whatsoever I very I was very irresponsible with my money but like you guys said in the beginning it takes dedication it takes passion 
And if you don't have any of those, it will be tough. So if you have any sort of passion and you can put that, like, into a business idea or, like, you can actually Mm -hmm. sell it, Mm -hmm. then go for it. Absolutely. Like, there is so much room in this world for people to succeed in a business. All you have to do is just find the right people to guide you, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And just, like, I mean, I'm a religious person. I'm Muslim. So I just say, let God be your CEO because, you know, when I tell you, just leave it all to God. Leave it all to God. Like, there's a reason why you can literally be, like, in the middle of the street and there's a McDonald's on either side of the street or Burger King on either side of the street. Like, you know, it doesn't matter. There's enough room for everyone to succeed. So you can never say, oh, I don't want to have a um, beauty salon because there's one, like, right there, like, around the corner. It doesn't matter. You're going to be giving a different type of service. And customer service is, I think, the most thing that drives your business. So, yeah, anyone that has a passion, just go for it. I I love that so much. Thank you, May. Thank you. That's really good. I really and we were just talking about how like I don't know if you know how like we do like the um, quotes thing on our Instagram, and I feel like that'd be like such a big nice statement, you know, because it's so inspirational and so motivational for everyone too. Which part? um, the part about how there's room for everyone, you know. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Like, there really is room for everyone. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna make that one quote <laughs> that we usually post. I love that. There is literally room for everyone. There yeah. is. I mean, and I say that because. A lot of people that I see, like, even when I say business, I'm not talking about, like, just you opening a store and that's it. Like, right now, I think in today's world, there's actually more uh, influencers and, like, you know, more businesses on social media. Yeah, there's, Like, I have a friend who's like, well, I mean, I'll just be another makeup artist. Not really. You won't be another makeup artist. Well, you know, someone says also makeup artist and she'll think I'm stealing her idea. No, not really. There's just a yeah. bunch of room. All you have to do is just focus on yourself and your blessings will come, like, at a different time than other people, and you just got to take it as it is. Yeah. That's really good. Uh, and I'm glad that you said that because, like, since you said that there is room for everyone, you know, with really kind of, with like, basically any field, you know, and, you know, all three of us here are minorities. You know, we want to ask, like, do you think there's, like, specific advantages or disadvantages that you have being a minority business owner? Um, None. Well, I haven't encountered any disadvantages at the moment, and um, I only say that, I guess, because I'm still small, and I'm mainly on online. I do go out in the summertime, and I do advertise and um, try to join events as much as possible during the summertime. Of course, I can't with this COVID-19 situation, um, but because I am online, I guess most of my customers and um, visitors that do visit the website and social media don't know my ethnicity or where I come from. Um, although I briefly actually did discuss it on my website that my name, Mihara Skincare, came from um, Sudanese background. So no, no disadvantages. I would say the only disadvantage that I do see, but um, it's definitely a problem that I can overcome, is selling to um, – Selling to larger my uh, larger groups like as in Caucasians or um, Europeans is with my African black soap because it has the name African black soap. People just think it's only for Africans or people of color. Um, really? They so much. That is, I never thought that. that. Yeah. So um, and I only realized that when I actually shop when I sell um, when I sell like in person 
or when I go to events and I have other people that are not people of color that um, come to me and they're like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, well, it's African black women. They're like, oh, I guess I can't use that because, you know, I don't have melanin. I'm like, no, no, that's not what it is. It's only called African black women because of the origin and where it came oh, from everything. Me. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, we're glad that, see, here you are educating us all. Yeah. Hopefully anyone that is listening and that you can that use African now too. knows. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> African black soap is for everyone, different skin types, but not different skin yeah. colors. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh but disadvantages, I want to say I'm actually just glad that the minorities are learning from me and also, like, I can provide for the minority groups because, like, um. I, I'm a person of color, and I know what works best for me. And I was raised in Sudan. I was raised with more natural ingredients and products. So mm-hmm. there's definitely some products in the market that I can't use because my body's not used to them. So having mm-hmm. something natural mm-hmm. and a lot of my customers can relate to, that's definitely an advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also, like, being able to kind of be that face for people, like, you know, like representation. Uh, a representation. So that's really good, too. Uh, I just want to say that we made it to the 15-minute mark, um, and I'm really glad that everyone is still listening, um, for those of you that are, and that we hope that you're continuing to learn along with us. Um, okay. And so go ahead, Selena can go ahead with the next question whenever you're ready. Yes. yes. So, May, so you touched on it briefly, and I, I don't know if this affects, you know, your your business too much or too little, in which obviously you can go into more depth into that, but um, we want to ask, if COVID-19 has affected your business at all, I know you mentioned that, you know, you're used to going out during the summer and you go to networking events and obviously with social distancing, we're not able to have big, big events with, you know, big groups of people. So I know networking is a really, really big thing for you to be able to, you know, promote your business and to market your business. So, so far though, I know, like you also mentioned, it's, you're mostly online. Um, has it like affected, has it affected your sales? Has it affected like your interactions with your customers or anything like that? Has it affected it at all, you know, in, in any aspect? Yeah, definitely. Like any other business, it did affect me. Um, I wouldn't say as much as other businesses or small businesses, but, um, right now, since the beginning of the year up until this point, I'm in the rebranding phase. So I'm kind of like, you know, out of stock on most of my products. So I wasn't seeing as much sales as I should have been. Um, But also with the COVID-19, I do have some customers that are concerned about like, you know, how am I making sure that their products are like handled safely and reaching them safely and all that kind of stuff. Um, So I am definitely taking extreme measures to make sure like I send out the products that I need to, that I have to. Others I put out of stock that I know I'll be touching more hands on. Um, But of course, like, you know, disinfecting, sanitizing, all that stuff, it comes into play. Um, So I've actually just decided once I'm out of stock of the essential products like the serum and the soap, which are my stock products, I'm just going to um, put everything out of stock, make sure I focus on rebranding while Mm -hmm. COVID-19 is like... um, doing what it does um, what it and does. hopefully doing what it does I mean I don't know like it depends on where you live in the world um, right now in North Carolina it's not hitting us as bad but we don't know so right. while all of that is just fixing itself I'm just going to focus on rebranding and make sure that I put everything out of stock and not have to go near it so 
not to worry that I, you know, have to, didn't disinfect properly yeah. or, like, you know, have to see some to a patient where, whether it's from me or the, or, like, you know, the mail courier or whoever gets it to them and, I don't know, something happens to them. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just don't want to be in the middle of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So that's that's one um, measure I'm trying to take. So when you say rebranding, does that mean like you're changing like your logo, or what does that mean exactly? Rebrand, or um, that's probably way completely off. But no, it's okay. So for Mihira Skincare, rebranding um, is just us changing the labels. Um, when I say us, I actually am working with a graphic designer. Um, so shout out to her and she's going to help me um, change the label. So we're just diff doing different designs on it, uh, also changing packaging and also taking out products that are not selling well and um, creating new products that hopefully will sell well in the future and just meet meeting the customer's demands. Right. And um, right now we don't have a timeline on when that will be complete and finished, but it's in the process. And I do keep my customers updated through yeah. – Instagram, Facebook, and um, just in person. Yeah. yeah okay. That's good. I wish you the best of luck with that. Um, of course. So, yeah, to kind of just um, end things off, we want to ask you, and um, where do you see your business in, like, the next five to ten years? <laughs> I know I joke with my friends, and I tell them, hey, when you guys seen with Huda Beauty on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> that's my goal that's definitely my goal to just be somewhere up there but um yeah hopefully in the next five to ten years I really want to say my main goal is to be in store um oh, wow yeah yeah so that's what I want to focus on right now and then from there we'll see but yeah, really I, I just good. leave it all to God yeah that's really good we have you and I think yeah. you're gonna be great and <laughs> It's going to be great, and you're going to yeah. have people, you know, restore their skin and stay moisturized. Because it's helped me, so that's something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do use my product. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell. I was literally. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> what? I was going to say, I want to shout out your pages so that people can go check you out, which, of course, yeah. we'll also do it, guys. We'll, add, we'll put it on our post whenever we post about it. But you know, if you're listening right now and you want to go directly to her page and go to her website, you got you mind telling us, May, your, I guess your at username and your website, um, what what they are? Yeah, um, I can say it. it's kind of long, so I don't know if I should spell it. <laughs> but my website is Mihara M I H A R A, um, dash skincare dot com, and my Instagram. Excuse me, Instagram is <laughs> sorry, my Instagram is just at Mihara Skincare. And yeah, and it'll be the same on Twitter and on Facebook if any of you guys have yeah. those social medias. Can you tell us a little bit about the name Mihara? Oh yeah, definitely. I totally forgot. So it's an interesting <laughs> story. <laughs> yes, I know you're asking because you know the story. Um Mihara Skincare came from, or the name Mihara came from um, a Sudanese background. It was actually the name of a famous poet named Mihara bin Ta'abud. And during the colonization time in Sudan, she used to write poetry for the troops and the soldiers. Um, and she just used to, I guess, give them some kind of hope and motivation in winning the colonization or 
whatever they call that part. <laughs> so you know more than I do. <laughs> That's about the right term. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll say like de- de- decolonization. Decolonization. Winning yeah. decolonization. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. yeah. So she was definitely, she was a poet and she was like, um, she was very looked up to and respected. Yeah. So I named it Mihera because a song came out of her name called um, Mihera, of course. And it goes, Mihera, like, you know, into Melika. So they sing it to brides during um, their bridal dance the day before their wedding. And it's, I don't know, it's just kind of empowering to women. Like, I'm not saying my business is only for women, but we just mm-hmm. need a little bit of yeah. women empowerment around this mm-hmm. time. Um, so, yeah, I'm and Kabul. And if you look at the logo, it's actually a bride who has um, a gold moon earring and, like, the red stripes on the logo is supposed to be her hair. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's um, the traditional red dress cover that we put over brides on their wedding day. Oh, my goodness. I love it so much. And I know you <laughs> did she did, did she give you that idea or did she help you with that idea? Because I know you said she knows the story. Did you? I, feel I don't know. I, I just remember I was in Sudan when you sent me the logo, like a, like a yeah. draft of it. I remember that. I love that, yeah. though. That is so great. And I, I love, like it, I too. It's like... That. Women empowerment and like Sudani excellence all around. I love it. Yes. Absolutely. So great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love this. This has been such a great conversation, you guys. Like, I really appreciate yeah. this. Again, mate, I really appreciate you taking the time. You know, you guys, I hope you guys have stuck through this whole episode and I hope you have learned something just like we have. Hey, if you didn't learn about skincare, you definitely learned about Sudani history. So you're welcome. <laughs> it's a two in one. It's a two in one. <laughs> so thank you guys again for tuning in. You know, we like you also said at the beginning, this is a two part series. So we'll be also uploading a part two. Um, and we hope that you guys enjoyed it. And let us know if you have any comments, any questions, anything. Go check out May's, um Instagram, Facebook, any social media that she has, Twitter, website. Go order some lip gloss. She has some bomb lip gloss. So without further ado, that really wraps it up for today. Unless any of you guys have anything else you guys want to say. You want to say bye to everybody? <laughs> yeah, I just want to um, thank everyone for listening. So, And thank you, for May, thank you, May, for being on here with us. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course, no problem. All right, and happy social distancing, everyone. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye, guys.